Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. My guest today has a gift with energy, and he's here to allow you to experience higher frequencies. Let's meet Ethan Fox. Ethan, thank you so much for being here. Welcome to Quantum Conversations. Thank you, Lauren. It's a pleasure to be with you on the show today. Thank you for being here. We are going to experience your work today. First, we'd love to have you share your personal story. You had a spiritual awakening, and I love this because this is what has been going on in this past few years since 2012, and even earlier than that. So share with us your spiritual awakening, because it really is bringing forth your purpose and mission and your gifts. Yes, it certainly has been more uh, evident with people these days, and nowadays I surround myself with a lot of very gifted people, and I hear that a lot, that uh, people are having more and more increasingly people even living just very ordinary um, mainstream lives are having dramatic awakenings and and stepping into or feeling like they need to move into a more spiritually based life and similar thing happened to me i i always had a spiritual thread throughout my life but it was in 2010 toward the end of 2010 my then life was very different than it is now i was working in in the field of business in the financial world and i uh, the life that I had then over the course of the couple of years that followed um, sort of transitioned into the one that I have now. And uh, basically I had um, – I had a, and it wasn't the only kind of spiritual experience I've had in my life, but it was certainly the most profound. And um, I was in this altered state for about six months of my life where I was in this – high consciousness, blissful state. And in that state, I started to see elements of what I was going to do next. And and so it was then that I started the organization that I now oversee. And, uh, and it was in the course of the years that followed that I started doing the energy transfer work and 
the many other moving parts of uh, what we do here in our organization, which we call Flower of Life. And uh, so, I mean, that was the simple part of it. It was uh, it was a very um, uplifted period of my life. There was a time earlier, many years prior in my life, where I had another similar experience, but it was much shorter. It was just a, a couple of days, day and a half uh, of that type of an experience. What caused that, Ethan? Was it meditation? Others have experienced like significant lightning bolts or energy coming in. What happened with you? Was it a diet? It was it a maybe even tragedy? But in this case, you were in bliss. Uh, yes. Well, uh, and meditation is very significant because nowadays I'm surrounded by a lot of people who've gone through awakenings or who are at present. Uh, that's really my whole universe now is is um, is immersed in that world, and meditation is one of the ways that. Awakening happens. Um, so it, it would be a simple, easy way for someone to do that. It takes a little while, um, but, but it is very effective. Now for me, I'd been meditating since I was in my early twenties. So it wasn't something that just suddenly happened, um, a, you know, several years ago, but, uh, and I always, well, I don't want to say always, but for a good part, number of years of my life, I've, eaten a very healthy uh, diet, so it wasn't that that, that happened all of a sudden. Uh, it, it's um, Part of it is, see, there are different things in our lives that trigger periods of transition, and um, it was something that uh, I'd been, although I had not walked this type of a life earlier in my journey in this incarnation, I had been surrounded by a lot of gifted people, psychics and intuitives, who had been telling me for quite a number of years that I was going to do something of a more spiritually based nature in my life and and help a lot of people. And, well, in my former life, prior to seven years ago, I was very left-brained, rational, intellectual, and so I often took those things and put them on a shelf and didn't really know what to make of them so i you know it was a nice idea but i think part of it was just the timing um sometimes see meditation is one path to higher consciousness or enlightenment but sometimes it's timing also because uh, occasionally based on our own karmic path and our own astrology charts for example and i've been an astrologer for about 24 years now and sometimes astrological cycles will trigger our karmic experiences and our awakening. So, so for me, it was a combination of things, but I think it was just, um, I was going through a big transition in my cycles at that point in my life. And, and this period of my life was going to be dramatically different. I'd already known that many, many years prior to it happening. I just didn't realize that it was going to be yeah, all the details of the life that I ended up um, following, but but for me at that time there was no specific catalyst to what caused it. It was just simply my former life had actually come to a screeching halt at that point, to where I had to go in a new direction, and mm -hmm. and uh, and this was just the this just happened. This awakening experience happened right at that pivotal turning point, and it set me on that new journey as a result. So. So it could have been, you know, just years of 
preparation. But uh, as it turns out, though, and now this has come from my years of work since then, because I've I'm now surrounded by extremely gifted, talented people in all different fields of work, and so I've had the opportunity to to um, use them as resources to understanding the work that I'm doing now and why I chose to do it. And uh, as it turns out, and this comes from working with Aura readers and intuitive channels, and and I believe you've had Michaela Sheldon on your show before, uh, and she. Uh, and I work closely together. And um, so working mm. with her and other people, I came to realize that this was actually not something that I suddenly came to do a few years ago, but that my physical body had been prepared prior to this incarnation to do this work. And that uh, there is a collective consciousness that works through this body to facilitate it and that it's been going on from birth. Uh, and I've had an aura reader look at pictures of me when I was a very young child and, and her, uh, she says my energy field was the same then as it is now. And, uh, and by working with intuitive channels, I found that, that this collective consciousness has been, with my permission prior to this incarnation, using this body as a vessel for this energy transmission from birth. Wherever I happened to be physically, they were doing that. And, so over the years, many unusual things had happened in my life, and I always just disregarded them or, you know, mm-hmm. because it didn't really make a lot of sense intellectually. So, um, but in hindsight now, I can see that what this, what I'm doing now consciously within, with intention is not, is not new. Um, the awakening to it was new, which happened in 2010. But, uh, and since then, but it was, it was something that's been happening everywhere I've been for my entire life. And, um, so, uh, so anyway, there are a lot of, you know, details, to, of course, but, but that's essentially the, the gist of it. Well, thank you for sharing that. I always love to hear the stories around that time of 2012. And again, in your case, 2010, 2010 was a big year for me as well. What you were doing, you were switching gears from the 3D to the 5D. And that, as you mentioned, that old world was coming to a screeching halt, that old way, and and you had to do a new way. And so now more and more people are reaching that point in their lives where they're looking at the external world and saying, okay, things have got to change. So this is part of the great awakening that's happening all across our planet. And I honor you for stepping into your truth, allowing yourself to move into this soul purpose. You were an astrologer for 20 years, so you were always on that path partially. I just think it's beautiful that you were really able to just move forward on this mission. It really is a fifth dimensional new earth business, would you say? Yes, and uh, I think my work now, for most of my life, although I had a spiritual awareness, and like you mentioned, the astrology was always there. But I, prior to the last seven or so years, I astrology for me was more of an intellectual pursuit. And uh, so it, I still had that intellectual aspect to it. But there was always a spiritual thread. And, and as I've said, I've been meditating since I was in my early 20s. So it was... So there's always been that 
awareness. Um, but what's what's been different now at this phase of my life is that I've integrated the 3D with the 5D. So so I've I've really um, and and in my work with uh, other light workers and people who I work with to help them bring their life missions into the 3D world. I think we're sort of, you know, we're in that in-between place now where the world is transitioning to a higher dimensional awareness. Um, but we still have some of those elements of the three-dimensional world that we have to deal with. And, and so the best way is to, is to merge those two realities by connecting to the higher dimension and bringing that energy into material form in the third dimension. So yes, I guess you could translate that into a spiritual business type of thing. Um, essentially, that's you know what it is. It's happening to a lot of people. So thank you because your work really centers around each of our purposes and missions. And I know that we have to clear a lot of fears. Isn't it interesting when so many of us step into dreaming our biggest dream or identifying that passion and that purpose within us, there's always something that holds us back. And that's what this energy work that you do assists us with because you're bringing in these higher frequencies from the multi-dimensional realms. So let's talk a little bit about your energy field as the auric reader saw a picture of you as a child and it was just exactly what it is today. Um, please explain more about how your energy field looks and then how this translates into the work that you do. Okay, well let me, uh, if I can back up a bit and an- answer the first part of your comment mm-hmm. there because it addresses the earlier question as well first of all i i i would interpret reality or for example um most people are living in a very three-dimensionally based reality and to some extent we are our physical bodies are rooted in this three-dimensional reality now there is uh there's this physical incarnation we have and then there is source energy or god and and in that reality of source, all things are infinite. So in that reality, there's no, you don't have to pay bills and you don't have to go to work for X amount of hours in order to make money to pay for food. Uh, it's a place where all things are infinite and, and limitless. And in the three-dimensional world, we have the, this, uh, I would sort of interpret it as a, a, a resistance or um, a barrier between us and source energy, and that barrier is is why um, so essentially source filters through that barrier through that resistance to our three dimensional reality, and that is why we we live in such a limited society where there are these barriers to our realization, and why a lot of people are doing things that they don't really love that are really not true to their nature. Uh, I meet people all the time who are working in jobs, making perfectly good money, but they, they've awakened to the reality that it's not what they're here to do. And, and so they feel very stuck. And quite, quite often it happens because many of them discovered meditation. And meditation is one of the tools that 
sort of um, thins out this barrier between the three-dimensional reality and source uh, on an individual level. Now, on a collective consciousness level, we also have that same barrier or resistance, and that is why on a collective consciousness level, we have the society we have where we have an economic system and we have all of these things that limit us from from uh, infinite source and uh, and our higher potential. So... Basically, when we take, when we do different things, different spiritual practices, meditation being one of them, it's, it reduces that resistance between us, our, our, our physical three-dimensional reality and source. And when that happens, that multi-dimensional awareness comes into our three-dimensional world. And, and then, and that's the reason why so many people who are awakening are finding themselves discontented in the world they're living in. It's not because the world really changed that much. It's the same world, but they now have this multidimensional awareness and the knowing of something greater and the realization that what they're living is not that. Uh, right? And, uh, and so, the the worst thing you can do is meditate, but it's because it's going to wake you up to the reality that the life you've been living isn't isn't the real life you want to live. But you can, you know, in some ways, people who are very three dimensionally rooted are, um, you know, are happier because I mean they're not happy, but they don't realize it. It's uh, if you don't know that something is missing, then you can be blissfully ignorant to it and, uh, and live your life. But when awakening happens, there, there can be this awareness of feeling, uh, unable to manifest, uh, a more, uh, source-based reality into your life. So this is what happens to a lot of people. Now, um, the energy transfer work that I do is a much more accelerated way. So if, Meditation often takes years, and depending on your current level of growth and uh, and how much density you've brought into this life and how evolved you are as a consciousness when you start. Um, some people it's faster, some people it's shorter. Some people, they have to meditate 20, 30 years before they have that awakening. Now, uh, the energy transfer process is a bit more accelerated, and the reason it's uh, available at this time is because we are at this pivotal point in the awakening of consciousness where the collective, the planetary collective consciousness, is moving forward at a much more acceler accelerated pace. Like you said, 2012, and since then, and even just before then, a lot of people, more and more people exponentially are awakening. And so because of that, opportunities like the work that I'm doing are being made available so that our, the collective can awaken faster and, uh, and, and bring that fifth dimensional awareness and reality into this reality. So now the, when I met, uh, so about four or five years ago, I met this woman. Her name is Barb and she, came to, uh, at the time, we were just doing local events in our local area, um, just uh, health events and different kinds of classes and lectures. And she came to one of them, invited by one of her friends to a health event. And and I just happened to be hosting the event. And um, she men mentioned to me, now she was, I believe, in her 70s. And 
she mentioned to me that she had been seeing aura since she was a child and that she had never seen an energy field as large as mine and the colors of the energy field were mm -hmm. uh, suggested um, that this would be my last incarnation if I so chose. And mm -hmm. so I was at the last, I was the final stage of my evolution. So now I'm, as I said, left brain intellectual guy. So, so I take everything with a grain of salt. And uh, so I decided to put it through some tests uh, over the course of time. I uh, had her look at pictures of different spiritual masters, uh, none of which she knew. Um, but I knew who they were and I wanted to see if what she, what is she seeing in me and is that in any way related to other people in the world who are doing really amazing spiritual work. And so as it turns out, she was seeing the same kinds of colors and same energy field in the pictures and videos of them as she was in me. And then we did other experiments where I charged up water and, uh, different things and to see what she was seeing. And so eventually, uh, after that, I, I decided that uh, I was ready to do a more serious experiment. And years prior to that, as I said, a lot of very unusual things had happened in my in my life. So so no, I wasn't um, totally skeptical of what she was saying. I just wanted to validate it in some rational way. Um but because of things that had happened earlier in my life, I had this uh, awareness that I may have the ability to take on the de karmic density of other people. And whereas um, many people who work in the energy fields or who are consider themselves energy healers, which I don't really consider myself an energy healer, um, but they tend to be concerned about protecting themselves from other people's energy and whereas I've known for some time that I can actually take the the dense energy from other people and where they don't need to carry it anymore but I can remove it for them and so I did a so with mm -hmm. the intention of doing an experiment we got about 25 people together and my friend Barb was there observing and I asked everyone to send me their negative, dense karmic energy. And um, at the same time, sending them an energy to raise their consciousness. And Barb could actually see all the energy flying around the room, which, you know, I'd never had the opportunity to work with someone as gifted as her who could see energy on that level. And so she could see all this very dark energy coming to me and sitting in the center of the room. And... Uh, and see, she could see this energy going from me to every other person, and uh, she could see that at the by the end of the the experiment, everybody's auras had expanded two, three, four times, and uh, and sh and this dense energy that everybody was carrying, as it approached my energy field, it disintegrated. So so they were no longer carrying it, and and it wasn't affecting me in any way, and uh, and. What we found over doing this, so we kept doing this month after month, and now we've been doing it for many years. And what's happened is the people who have come to our events here locally every month, their energy fields are consistently larger than anyone else who comes for the first time. So there's a cumulative effect, and and many of them, their energy fields are larger than the room as they're walking in. So they're, so we know there's a permanent effect on the aura um and over the years, 
um, people have had some very dramatic other kinds of experiences. Now, there have been health benefits too, but I don't really, uh, I'm not really here to heal a person physically. So I, I don't really um, say that I'm a healer and I don't really speak too much to helping someone heal physically. There are many gifted physical healers out there and, and I think that's their life mission. What I've become clear on from working with Barb and other and intuitives like Michaela Sheldon is that I'm here, uh, I'm here to work with light workers to help them in their awakening process so that they can step into their life missions and go out into the world and make a big impact. So, so my primary purpose with doing this work is the reason a lot of people out there are not aware of why they're here and what they need to do in the world is because two things. One, their consciousness isn't high enough or, and two, they're carrying a lot of density and that density may come from past life karma. It may come from um, poor diet in this life. Uh, many people eat very poor diets or it could even be from fluoride in the water or chemicals that have been sprayed in the skies or any number of those factors will build up as density in our energy body and prevent our awakening. And so my primary purpose in being here is, is to, is to awaken those, uh, individuals here who are here to do something bigger in the world than just live ordinary mainstream three dimensional lives. And, and that's where, what, um, the main benefit has come from this over the years is people who are around me um, the most, especially those who are on my team for our organization, they tend to awaken to their gifts and go out into the world and do bigger things. But there are people who join my advanced energy transfer program who also end up doing that. And I also work with people one-on-one to help them to to discover their gifts. And, and the energy transfer process is at the core of that because it by itself will remove the barriers to someone's awareness to yeah, essentially what I was saying earlier. We have this three-dimensional world and this resistance barrier level and then source. And the more you thin out that resistance, the the less um, it blocks us from our higher awareness. And the energy transfer will do that at a very fast pace uh, by removing that density. And when you do that, suddenly a person comes to realize why they're here, what they need to do. And, and many, uh, people come to my events or who are in my advanced program will start to see their spiritual gifts will open up, uh, and begin to evolve into something. Um, so, uh, some of the people, I, I work, um, individually, as I said earlier, with, with a lot of gifted people and one, and one of the roles I take on is to help them to, bring those gifts forward and to launch them out into the world in, you know, in a professional, um, uh, field of work doing what it is that they came here to do. So basically a 5D type of business in a 3D world is, um, uh, is, uh, what I get involved in. So that's, <laughs> you know, that's, that's what the, some of what the energy transfer work does. I've had certainly plenty of people who come to events with health problems and go away without them. Uh, the reason that happens is because not only are we removing this density, but 
this collective consciousness that works through this physical body, and I've had a chance to speak with them to understand who they are and why I came here to do this at this time and, uh, and who I am in terms of my lineage. And, um, and what they've said is that they're removing density. They're also raising consciousness, but they're also transmitting multidimensional information. So in the energy, the energy is not just energy. There is information, knowledge that is being transmitted to the person and that knowledge, they may not wake up all of a sudden the next day knowing everything, but, but their mind over time, their, their, their energy body will start to translate that information over time and it'll start to guide them in a particular direction and guide their interests and their awareness in the direction they need to go. So, so there is that. And, and also when we, adjust someone's energy field like that and we adjust their frequency they're they're tuning into a different so if we look at if we think about our universe around us is filled with all kinds of information cell phone transmissions radio transmissions um television smog electro smog everything it's all information it's all energy but it's all information and in this space how you are interpreting your reality depends on your frequency. So you may be living in the same space as someone else, but you're not tuning in the same information. Just like two cell phones don't tune in the same phone number, your own frequency determines the information in this space that you're tuning in. And when we go through the energy transfer process, we make an adjustment to that frequency so that you're no longer tuning in the frequency you were before and you're tuning in a new one, which means that your whole reality will will start to change because you'll start to notice things in your reality that you didn't notice before. They were always there, but you were not able to tune into that information. So because of that, someone who has a health problem may not have it the next day because um, or gradually over time because the information they were tuning into before was the information for that health issue. And now that their frequency is different, they can no longer reach that other frequency of information and they're reaching a different one. And that different frequency contains other information and it may be information for a healthier body. So, and it may even be that they were eating a poor diet before and this new frequency tunes in different information to where they no longer want to eat that diet. They just lose interest in in that former diet. And in changing their diet, their health improves. And essentially, things like that often happen in energy transfers as well. But as I said, those are just side effects. I don't really consider that the the core of why I'm here uh, doing the work that I do. And and many times this uh, collective consciousness that I work with, they have um, in channeling sessions that I've had uh, to speak with them, they have said that I'm the light worker of light workers, which essentially defines the, my role here is to work with other light workers to step out into the world and do what they came here to do, not really to heal individuals of physical health problems.
you are empowering the light workers by raising the frequency. As we know, so many light workers come in with a lot of density, with a lot of coding to go through, whether it's a rough childhood or abuse, to really reclaim their power. We've had numerous examples of people who went through the darkest of times to come out crystal clear on their mission and on their path. And what I love about your work, Ethan, is that this energy transfer as it adjusts the frequency, it's raising the frequency, allowing that dross, that density, those toxins to release in giving us access to the multi-dimensional information. This is our wisdom. We are going to have a chance to experience this beautiful energy transfer. I just want to ask a quick question on EMFs and electrosmog. This helps with that too. Yes. Um, well, it, it will. Uh, now, I've been my physical body works a, a little bit differently than most in that uh, I've been tested by uh, dowsers and other individuals, and even uh, taken aura photos while doing energy transfer, different things like that. And as it turns out, um, wherever I happen to be standing, the energy in that space neutralizes. So EMFs are not a problem that I have to concern over. And, but, uh, what I find is that the, when your energy field expands, so when somebody comes to an energy transfer event and they've been coming month after month and their aura is expanding and expanding, that protective barrier, while it's not the same as what I do in the sense that I can intentionally have thousands or billions of people send me their density without affecting me, um, that energy field that the individuals who come to my events as theirs grows, they they have this built-in um, protection or um, field that neutralizes density in their immediate environment. So if they uh, if they are very energy sensitive and they're they're healers and um, where they're always trying to protect themselves from this from sensing this energy, and I find a lot of a lot of um, very gifted people, they're highly sensitive. They're highly hypersensitive to their environments and being in crowds of people and things mm-hmm. like that. So as your aura expands, that discomfort isn't there because your energy field is stronger and larger than those around you. And so it provides sort of a cushion for you between you and that. And the same effect is there with things like EMF uh, or any kind mm-hmm. of adverse uh, any kind of energy that you encounter in your life can be neutralized by uh, by doing this uh, often enough. So, so yes, it will certainly help. Now, from my experience, people who are very first time coming to my events, we rarely get somebody because nowadays, um, when Barb does my events with me here locally, we'll check everybody's energy field before we start and then after for comparison and. Um, it's rare that we have somebody come for the very first time with an energy field that's already very large. It does happen from time to time, but not very often. So most people, their auras are usually very small. And so after one uh, energy transfer event, it will double, triple. But uh, but it takes a few times before they're at a place where 
they're walking in the room and it's larger as large as the room in which case i think when we get to that point they're pretty safe from emfs and those kinds of things mm-hmm. or any kind of you know dense energy in their environment Thank you for clarifying that. So beautiful. We are really looking forward to an energy transfer with you on a group level. And I just want to say also that you do these energy transfers remotely and also through video classes and one-on-one remote sessions with our listeners. We'll talk about that in your special offer when we get there. But let's go ahead can you lead us through a group process for an energy transfer? Sure, yes. Now, um, I'll explain the process a little bit. And first of all, if, if this is the first time one of your listeners is uh, coming across my work, then I, I get um, one of the first things that uh, comes out of uh, somebody brand new to my work is that they're very concerned because it's it's unusual in the spiritual world, especially in the spiritual healing world, for um, f- for someone to willingly take on the density of someone else. So there is there tends to be uh, some concern on the part of individuals that uh, will it not harm that person? And secondly, why is it okay for me to give you my karmic density? Uh, don't I have to deal with it myself? Isn't that my responsibility? And, and so I want to address those first because, um, first of all, um, yes, ordinarily an individual would go through an incarnation. And as you s- said earlier, some people go through their dark night of the soul where they're dealing with immense amounts of density, karmic density over a short period of time in order that they can experience that, release it, and then move on, and then they have this amazing awakening, and they go forward and live very radically different lives. So certainly you can go through it that way. Um, and many individuals will will deal with karmic density over the course of a lifetime or lifetimes. Uh, so that is normally how things work, and uh, it tends to work that slowly. But we are, as I said earlier, in this period of the awakening of consciousness where the collective consciousness is accelerating and and to a level that we can't move at that pace anymore. So opportunities to do things like this are becoming more available. And, And so it is okay for you to allow yourself to release that much density in at the in this short amount of time and it is okay for you to allow me to do that uh to address the other issue i've been doing this for many years in local events and events all over the world and at any given point throughout the day 24 hours a day i have people sending me density from everywhere and uh and i also uh, have people in my advanced program and I have uh, once a month I do uh, an energy transfer for the collective consciousness so the entire planetary consciousness amount of density so uh, after all these years doing this no harm has come to me and uh, so that's not something you need to worry about so be willing to participate and be willing to release that density and um, and the other thing too is there's no way to do it wrong there is it's not me that's doing this. There is, um, my physical body was prepared 
and my consciousness was prepared many lifetimes to be able to do this right now. So it's not something that I'm able to teach someone to do. Uh, it's something that I, um, that I came here to do and that, um, that this collective consciousness prepared this physical body so that they could facilitate this energy through this physical body. And as I said, they've been doing it since childhood without my conscious awareness of it. So, so it's not something that I'm doing and it's not something that you can do wrong. As long as you're here and willing to participate, this consciousness can include all of you who are listening in this energy transfer. So, um, so that's uh, a little bit of background there. Uh, so simply sitting and participating with intention is all you need to do. But there is a process that I follow that I can that I can talk through if you like to be a little bit more involved in it. And so basically, it's a two-part process. I'm going to ask you to send your density to me. And when you're doing that, if you want, you can focus on something in your life that you feel is weighing you down or causing negative emotions because negative emotions are a sign of density and karmic energy. And so if you have a childhood trauma or some kind of difficulty in your life, you can focus on that and intend to send that to me. And if you're visual and you want to do it visually, you can visualize it as a dark cloud leaving the top of your head send it and send it to mine. And at the same time, you can um, concentrate on, uh, I'll be sending you a, a white light energy from my heart center to yours, and I'll be doing that for the entire time as well. So there will be this two-way movement of energy. You're sending the density, karmic density to me, and I'm sending this white light to your heart center. And we'll just keep doing that, and, and I'll play a little music in the background while we're doing that, and until we're done, at which point I'll ask you to open your eyes. So... So you can get comfortable now and relax and breathe, uh, just breathe in a relaxed, comfortable way. And I want you to focus on sending me that density. And just keep doing that until I ask you to open your eyes. We'll go for about five, five minutes or so, so we don't, uh, take up too much time. But, uh, just keep doing that. And if you'd like, you can visualize that as a dark cloud leaving the top of your head and send it to mine. And at the same time, I'm going to be sending a white light from my heart center to yours. And I'm going to do that for the entire time as well. So I'm going to play a little music in the background until we're done.
Yeah, gonna open your eyes whenever you're ready. Yeah, if you're energy sensitive, you may have felt sensations. A lot of people who come to our events are very energy sensitive and they'll feel vibration or they'll see certain colors. Um, some people see their spirit guides or just simply feel temperature changes. We've had a few people over the years who have burst out in laughter or started crying for no reason. Uh, it's because when you release this density, this karmic density, a lot of times it's attached to some kind of an experience that you might have had either in this life, so maybe a childhood trauma or a past life trauma of some kind, and when that density is released, the emotion often that's attached to it is released, and even though you may not be conscious of where it comes from, so if you experience some kind of an emotional release, that's that's actually what's happening. But if you didn't feel anything, that's okay, too. We've had a lot of people come to our events over the years who didn't even have any belief in spiritual types of things, and uh, and we always notice a change in their energy field regardless. So the changes are still there, and uh, whether you sensed, sensed any energy change or not. So most important thing is look to your life over the next several days and weeks as the majority of people, uh, one main thing that they experience is a more of a sense of joy and a greater sense of happiness. And that's because when you remove that density, you have a clearer connection to source. And so there's just a greater sense of calmness and peace and knowingness that, that comes from that greater connection. Just like meditation over many years will produce a similar kind of effect. Oh, that was so beautiful, Ethan. Lightworker of the lightworkers. Here was this shift in vibration. To me, it's very clear that this work allows us to literally change our timeline. That's a hot topic of late. But really, by removing this energy, like for me, I was letting go of a lot. As you said, negative thoughts. It's funny how we could focus on some of the things that were more traumatic in our lives that we're still dealing with or feeling, but then even something more mundane as conversations, types of gossip. Sometimes, you know, women will get into a situation where gossip comes out, and I felt that all just leaving First, I felt it off my arms like a, a lifting of a little light blanket. And then around my third eye, that was a little pain or tension there. Would that be blockages where we're not letting it flow? Well, that's when, when we do the energy transfer, if you're having those kinds of sensations, they're usually not blockages that are still blocked. They're blockages that might have released, uh, that, that released during the process. So you won't feel blocks during the energy transfer that are, that remain blocked. Um, but you will have sensations of areas in your body where there was a block that is being mm -hmm. released during that process. Just in the same way as someone may cry for no reason, uh, uh that they are aware of. It's, the crying is the release of density that at the time that the density was created, they experienced that emotion. 
So, but but in the crying, the the density is actually being released as well. So so whatever that was for you isn't there anymore, and you may become aware of what that is over. Depending on how sensitive you are, you you may notice changes in your life that um, that reflect that block, whatever that was causing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we can see really how by shifting and adjusting this frequency by letting go of those negative thoughts and that density, that it truly does shift things moving forward in relationships with people and everything and, and even relationships with our own thoughts, right? As you were mentioning earlier, like the electro smog, if our vibration is high, we're going to be able to resonate even further with that, stay connected to it, especially with the work with you remotely that you do with people each month. That's going to allow us to keep negative thoughts even out of our field. It's going to shift. So again, the light worker of the light worker is truly what you're doing as you allow us to just shed this dross and this density so we can do our work. Yes, so all this in the, your vibration, um, determines the information, as I said earlier, that you're tuning into. So if your vibration is now higher, and you mentioned timelines earlier, and essentially what will happen. So, and this happens a lot of times with people who I work with. For example, they are, um, they're in a medical field. They are in a conventional medical field of work, and that's, uh, that's what they've done professionally for a long time and they go through the energy transfer process and suddenly it awakens them to another level or another dimension of experience and so they wake up one day and realize they can't be in the medical field anymore because it doesn't resonate with who they are and they shift to another timeline of experience where they're still a healer but they go into some sort of alternative healing field or spiritual healing field so we can say that that individual that soul came into this incarnation to be a healer of some sort but their level of consciousness and the vibration which determines the vibration that they're or the consciousness level that they're tuning into will allow them to have many different timelines of experience within that same experience so at a higher level they may be a spiritual healer or in some sort of holistic field. At a lower level density, they may be in the medical field and, and so on. So this is where this work can, can allow you to, to experience your, your, your life experience from a different timeline and a different dimensional awareness and bring that into this world. A lot of more and more um, of the health industry is moving toward holistic. And it's because as a collective consciousness, we're moving to a higher vibration. So as we do that, that higher dimensional energy consciousness is, is manifesting more and more in this reality. And as a result, more and more people are awakening to their abilities in that area. And, and in the future, that's really where Healthcare is going to go is uh, is in that direction, and mm-hmm. people who who listen to shows like this, you're all you are all here because you are meant to be light workers, and that doesn't necessarily mean 
that you will be in a field of light work. It could be, but um, light workers are simply they're at a level of awareness and consciousness that just simply by their existence here in this reality, they're raising the vibration. Now, they may also choose to work in a field of light work, um, but that's not required. Um, but I can say that if they if they're drawn to a call like this, then they they are already light workers. It's just a matter of do they find satisfaction in what they're doing in their lives, and if not, then they probably should move into a field that that is more in line with who they are. And this process, the more you do it, the more it'll open that up and unlock those abilities and gifts. If there are gifts and abilities that are necessary for what they need to do, um, and uh, we'll give them the awareness and the opportunities to move in that direction. It'll remove the resistance on that path and bring the people and the resources into your life to to allow you to move in that direction. Talk a little bit more about bringing the resources and the people in because one of the most popular questions that we get from lightworkers so wishing to fully step into their power is on this aspect of, let's call it, finances or prosperity and wealth. I don't even want to use the M word because that's a vibration tainted in the past. So how can, I guess with these energy transfers as well, as we raise our vibration, that does create beautiful synchronicities. So share a little bit more about what you've experienced as light workers step into their power and how they can overcome this worry or concern about the financial end of it Mm -hmm. well there are two things i want to separate when we start this conversation there is the worry and the fear and then there is the reality of the life that you're living and there are two different things you can be living a life of abundance there are many people out there who have a lot of resources financial and otherwise who still worry that they don't have enough or what if they lose it tomorrow? It, and that existence is just as miserable as if they didn't have any resources to begin with. So it's not about having the resources and the worry is not necessarily connected to it because they're two different things. There is the, you know, the, 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 there is the experience that you are having and then there is the way that you're experiencing the experience that you're having. Two different things. Uh, you have complete control over the way that you're experiencing the experience that you're having. And that has to do with the worry and the fear. And that is, you can change that. And the energy transfer will certainly uplift you in that area to where you're not going to have as much negative emotions and fears and those kinds of things that you've been feeling um doesn't mean you're never going to have a bad day. But what happens is the more you do this process, the higher your consciousness goes, the more you maintain a state of of more calm and inner peace and and happiness and joy in your life than than you were before. So and and I, even things like meditation, as I said earlier, meditation does that. Uh, people who meditate just tend to be happier, more peaceful people because they don't carry as much density as most people do. And and when you remove that density, it also reduces the negative emotions you're feeling. So energy transfer will do that. It'll do it at a faster pace. 
than than meditative process. Now, there are. Uh, I want to talk about because in our current consciousness, uh, people think about law of attraction and how um, if you create a vision board with what you want on it, that you will be able to manifest that in your reality. Now, I've worked many, many years back when law of attraction was still a, a, a new concept in our collective consciousness. Uh, I studied under a lot of those people who are teaching those techniques and read a lot of those books. And and what I found is that not everybody can manifest everything uh, all the time. And and I was really not sure back then why that was. And, and so over the years, what I've realized is, first of all, not all we're not all here for the same purpose. And if I chose at this point in my life to make a vision board and put certain things on it that were not in alignment with who I came here to be, which is what I'm doing right now, the things that I'm doing right now are the things that I came here to do and be at this time. And the problem with our society is that because we're so conditioned by mainstream media and marketing and advertising and things like that, if you ask 10 people to to write down what they want to manifest, they'll all put the same things for the most part on their list. And it's and it's that is because most people don't know what they're here to do or who they came here to be. And so when you do that, it's going to be harder to manifest those things because most people will say, I want a bigger car, a bigger house and lots of money. And well, some of those people, maybe they're here to be spiritual teachers. Maybe some of them are here to um, develop new technologies. We don't, they don't know that. And if they, if your rational intellectual mind attempts to manifest into your reality something that is not true to your nature, then you will have a hard time manifesting those things. So the key to having the resources and the opportunities to live the life you're meant to live is actually not in the resources themselves. It is in removing the barrier to your awareness to why you're here. So as I said earlier, there is this barrier or resistance that we have individually and collectively between us and source. Now, if there was no barrier, then every person would from birth follow their life purpose, what they came here to do, and everyone would be blissfully happy with all the resources they needed because source provides everything that we need. The reason we don't all have that is because we don't have that connection and awareness to why we're here. Now, so the more we move that barrier away, the more the awareness comes as to why we're here and and in so doing, we find to the, we find joy in the doing of what we came here to do. And when you do that, then all the resources are provided automatically because you were always meant to do that anyway. So it isn't that you were not, uh, it isn't that you're trying to create something that you weren't meant to do. And so from my experience and uh, the work that I'm doing, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to have all the money in the world exactly when you want it. What it means is that what you need to follow the path that you're here to follow will be provided exactly when you need it. 
And that has been true in my life and everything that I'm doing and all the light workers that I work with who, um, in most cases, they are living very conventional mainstream lives when I meet them and they go out into the world doing some pretty amazing things and they, and everything just works out. The financial situation works out, the opportunities, resources, everything just falls into place to where they are able to follow that path. But, but part of the reason is because they follow the path that is true to who they are and not something that they're not supposed to do. So if you're trying to be like everyone else, then you're going to have a hard time finding the resources and being successful because all the while source is trying to tap you on the shoulder and guide you in the direction you're supposed to go, but you're not noticing because you have this resistance to that awareness. So the key really is not to focus on the resources or the financial um, resources or whatever it is actually to remove the barrier to your awareness and when you do that you will just naturally take the steps and be guided in the direction you need to go and the right people will show up exactly when you need them to move you in the path you need to go uh, and i and i know this from experience because i live it and i've seen other people live it doesn't mean that uh, everything that I want to create in every moment, I have all the resources in that moment to do it. But when that, but the things that I'm always meant to do end up working out. Uh, even if it seems like there's no rational way that it should possibly have worked out, it just does. So that's what you'll find. You know, uh, that's what you'll find when you're on the right path, the path that you came here to, to walk. You can't possibly screw it up. And that's comforting, isn't it? We cannot screw it up. And when we're totally aligned in that alignment, it does happen. And and that resistance, that's what you, again, work with so many to remove. I also call that resistance belief systems, BS. So uh, getting rid of that is key because that that's how we get in our own way. So thank you for helping lightworkers get out of their own way and really raise their consciousness and release all of that density. Beautiful. Ethan Fox, you have a special offer where you work with people on this and they can go very deep in this work. Share with us about that special offer. Well, we have um, in the first package, we have the 12 remote energy transfers. Now, that's um, basically you'll just go to my website and you'll schedule the dates that you want. And if you are extremely energy sensitive, you may want to spread them out over a couple of months. But most people I suggest do them all within one month. That'll give you a really good idea of of your own progress. And and uh, and certainly you can continue after that if you if you so choose. Um, but you can schedule those, and I do those at 8 p.m. Uh, and 8 a.m. Eastern Time, so on what, whichever day you want. And so that'll be remote, and you'll follow the same process we did here, uh, but we won't be talking during those times. I'll just have your name on a list at those scheduled times, and we'll facilitate that. Uh, and so that's included in that. We have the uh, a webcast, which uh, will be I'll be doing for any of you who wants to join me. 
uh, in the future, once your energy transfers are done, uh, you will do a live call like this where we can, I'll take any questions and you can share any experiences you've had, uh, on the process, in the process as well. And I believe there's a video too, right? In the first mm-hmm. one. A video yeah. class. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yes, the video class is an introduction to my Lightworker program, and that's basically, um, now, as I said early on in the call, I work, I, I, nowadays, my work really is bringing the fifth dimension to the third dimension, so I work with a lot of Lightworkers to help them to understand how to manifest their, their um, life mission into this reality, and so I use a lot of tools like numerology, astrology, uh, and, uh, including the energy transfer and as well as getting into discussions about how to create a professional brand. And, uh, basically a lot of people who go into spiritual fields of work, they go about it in a way that's not going to make them the most successful. And as you said earlier, a lot of people don't know how, how to become successful. This is the problem. Many people who are very spiritually minded and high consciousness, they, are not very grounded in the third dimension to where they know how to take that gift and ability and manifest it here so that they can live a good third dimensional life while in the fifth dimension. So so what I help people to do is to put those two pieces together so that they can create um they can create these um something that is true to their life mission to where they can have a global impact, reaching millions of people in their lifetime and, and really making a big impact because of their presence here and to leave something behind after this incarnation that will benefit many future generations. So I, my Lightworker program is really geared toward that where I work with individuals to create that. And so the video is an introductory lecture I, uh, that I gave that uh, goes into some of the details of understanding how those cycles work and some of the things that they need to look at. Um, and then my Lightworker program really is something that I work with people one-on-one uh, after that if they so choose. So that there's that. Now, Package B includes all of that and also has a one-on-one 30-minute session. And uh, in that session, we can either do an energy transfer or we can look at your astrology, numerology cycles, and I can generally give you a, an idea if you have specific questions you want to have answered. Uh, I can usually answer a question or two in that call or uh, even start looking at why you're here. Certainly, um, it would take a little longer than, than the half hour to 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 uh, get into detail about your life mission, but we can certainly get started. And uh, so I find that that's very beneficial and I can look at where you are in your cycles and guide you in terms of when to do certain things in turn if you want to move uh, along the path of fulfilling your life mission so the 30 session 30 minute session we can do however you wish beautiful well thank you for making your time available for everyone there are only so many hours of the day and you're truly doing some magnificent work with this vibration that you're bringing onto the planet again i thank you so much for stepping into your truth and allowing yourself to shift into this greater purpose your special offer is available of course on the special offer button and we invite our listeners to check that out well, Ethan, I am flying high. I feel very good. And 
this is really what it means to be responsible for our energy. Oftentimes, I always say it's about vibration, and you've explained exactly why that is so important in this show. Because as we raise our vibration, we're actually connected to more information and the great wisdom of the cosmos and all that is. As we say goodbye, would you like to share any last comments that we didn't get to, um, particularly about the energy of our current times and our responsibility in that? Oh, well, certainly there's so much I could say about that that would fill a show by itself. <laughs> um, well, for those of your listeners who are unfamiliar with my work, I, I do have... Uh, a show of my own and uh, which they're out on YouTube if anybody's interested in that. But I, I'm surrounded by so many people who are on the forefront of virtually every field of work from scientists to intuitives to healers to aura readers and, and, uh, from all of that, what is very clear to me is that we are in this incredible time of awakening and there are so much, uh, so many amazing things happening in the world today. And I think if, if you're, if you're very three-dimensionally focused where you're watching the news, mainstream news and, and you're very discouraged by where the world is, there is so much more happening, uh, on many different levels that you're unaware of. And the, we are in this incredible awakening time. Even if you just paid attention to what's happening on the mainstream level, and one thing, uh, a lot of people who I speak with, they're very discouraged by the fact that we have to pay taxes and we have to buy gasoline to put in our cars and um, and things like that. Well, the reason that happens is because, as I said earlier, Source is infinite and, and there's infinite energy in source. And if that is true, then why do we live in a world where we have to pay for things to live and that we have to restrict ourselves from our full potential? Well, that's because of this barrier. And what I want to say is even if you just pay attention to mainstream, it's obvious that this barrier is changing on a collective level because there are more and more technologies and um, uh, resources being made available to people that are that are lifting this barrier on the mainstream even if you just think about how we now have autonomous electric vehicles and uh, and in the next few years we'll be able to drive coast to coast without in the United States and around the world without having to pay for gasoline, um, free fueling stations. So if you think about that as even an early sign of this this barrier or resistance between us and source being lifted, it, it, it's, it's happening on all levels, but certainly it's happening uh, on a multidimensional level. So many people are awakening and uh, and stepping into these alternative, more advanced fields of research and uh, and work and so many new discoveries in archaeology that are reshaping our understanding of our history and our world. This is an uh, amazing time to be alive. And if you just can uh, move down this path and remove the, your own resistance and the standing in the way of your own happiness, you can be part of 
contributing to this. That's why you're on this call. You wouldn't be on a call like this with me if you didn't have a responsibility or a role in being one of those individuals ushering in this new age. So, so that's what I have to say on that. And, and, uh, and I look forward to working with each of you in that capacity and helping you to express your fullness in the world. Ethan Fox, thank you so much for this quantum conversation. A light worker of the light workers and a density obliterator. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your high vibration and this quantum conversation. Thank you, Lauren. And now it's time to dance our way to the cosmic heart. Enjoy. Takes my place with a different name. 
intentions as they go across the universe to the cosmic heart. I'd like to thank my wonderful team at AcousticHealth.com, Heidi, Tony, Tom, Pam, Suzanne, and Garner. 
who assist with the production of Quantum Conversations, online healing retreats, and more. And thank you, too, for listening. If you've enjoyed this program, please share it with your friends and loved ones. And we thank you for shining your magnificent light and adding it to the world. This is when we love ourselves like no one else can. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Namaste.